everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Ripple Effect Podcast. We're so glad to be here with you. Whether you're listening to this on the go or you're watching this, we are honored that you're here with us this week. As always, this Ripple Effect Podcast gives you behind the scenes of what's going on here at the church giving you some information about what's coming up and gives us a chance to interview someone and hear more about their story. This week, we are gonna review the past week, the past Sunday. We're gonna tell you about the TLCC top three, and then we're gonna talk about our uh, trip that we took as a staff to Nashville, Tennessee, to the Spire Conference. But before we get to any of that, we want to uh, welcome you all back to the studio. We are back Mm -hmm. in our new and improved studio. We've got some different pieces that have been added and uh, the couches. We're slowly updating this. It's looking nicer and nicer every day. Um, we got Dawn in the studio with us today. Dawn, thank you for joining us. Sure. When's the last time you were on the podcast? Do you remember? Uh, I was on one of the very first ones, so it's been mm-hmm. a while. It's yeah. been a minute. She's it's back in action. Yeah. Uh, and Brian Sevitz has joined us again, and uh, yours truly, Mr. Daniel Garinger, is here as well. But we want to give you the sponsor of the week. And the sponsor of the week in, uh, I guess, an ode to October baseball because it's, it's, so. it's here. Uh, October's coming. Cardinals are not in October baseball. My team is also not going to no. be in October baseball. But the sponsor of the week is Louisville Slugger. Look at mm. that. My goodness. We'll talk a little bit more about this later. But, uh, yes, that is a custom bat with with my name in it, and uh, Brian has one as well, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that here in a little bit. But Louisville Slugger, thank you for sponsoring this video. <laughs> um, they didn't really sponsor the video, but there you go. The they might if we asked him. They now might we, have. Now we have an inside track we to Louisville Slugger. <laughs> okay, before we get to all that, let's talk about this past Sunday. Uh, this Sunday was our first week back, and uh, we got back on Thursday night, and then we had service on Sunday. So were you guys feeling sluggish? Were you feeling good? Did you get rest? How were you guys feeling on Sunday? Um, I got a lot of rest, actually, when we got back. So okay. I was feeling pretty good on Sunday. Feeling good? Yeah. No. A lot of Sundays I don't feel like getting up, <laughs> and then an hour later I'm feeling fine. Okay. But yeah. I'm just not a morning person. Mm. Uh, I've tr- Like this morning I made myself get up, but I'm just not. For my a- brain is not. But... Uh, this coming Sunday, we have to practice at 7.15, so that's even worse. I was going to say, for a guy that has to practice usually early in the morning, at least by 8 o'clock, that's I mean, we have to do it. I make myself be a morning person when I have to, but, you know, I just think you can't change, like, I don't know, your, what do they call it, your rhythm or Uh something like that, Uh and it's like, mine is just not to be a morning person. No, you work a lot of nights late. So if you could... What's like the ideal time to sleep into? Without without any guilt. I'm not asleep till noon, person. Oh, you're not. Okay. No, I I feel terrible if I do that. Okay. You know, I I know people that like. Well, I would stay up till four a.m. and sleep till noon. Mm. And like, I uh, that would be depressing for me. Like, I've missed out on too much. Uh, But honestly, if I get up without an alarm, I wake up about eight o'clock, and I feel great. Uh, before that, I have to set an alarm. Or the boys get me up, you know. Or the dog. <laughs> or the dog. <laughs> Do you sleep in? No. 10.30, 6.30. That's go to bed. 10.30, 6.30. Every day. Same oh, that's okay. good. Yeah. I would sleep in till noon. You have kids. I would. <laughs> no, no, I, but even before kids, I would. I, I could sleep in till like 11 o'clock, no problem. Mm. Um, but I do enjoy the mornings. 
that's a, kind of the weird thing. Like I like when I have to get up early, I like to get up early and I enjoy that. But I could definitely sleep in. Today, I got up. I mean, I set my alarm, made myself get off, get up when it uh, when went the off. alarm went off, and you know, did a did the U version, read the Bible, did the um, daily refresh, and did the guided prayer time. Oh. Like, I feel so much better nice. when I do that. That's good. But you hit the trifecta. My success yeah. rate at doing that every day is not very good. So yeah. well, uh, Sunday was a good day. Oh, how about for those of you listening or watching this, post in the comments: Are you a morning person or are you an evening person? And what's the latest you've slept in? Because <laughs> um, I'm curious about that. Uh, Sunday was a good day. We it was good for me because I hadn't preached in a little bit, and it was nice to be back preaching. Uh, we talked about um, the Israelites' great sin with building the golden calf, and uh, it was a great morning. Music was fantastic, and um, if you missed any of it, you can go to tlcc.church, and you can catch up on uh, that service. Okay, let's give you the TLCC top three. Brian, take it away. So, the first one is the estate planning seminar. Mm -hmm. We've been talking about it. that is on October 15th. We're offering two sessions. One of them is during the second Sunday school hour, so 1045 during that service. The other one is at noon for lunch. And you just go to our website or the app. Um, there's a lot, and you can even sign up here in person, but we're needing numbers. Mm-hmm. So if you're planning, we got some more signups this week, so that's great. Um, it's offered at no cost to you. The seminar is... And the process that they they guide you through to set up your estate is something that saves you a lot of money mm-hmm. uh, over time. So we encourage you to take advantage of that. And if you're someone that needs to set up your will or needs to set up your uh, end of life stuff, this is something that's going to save you a bunch of money. I was talking with someone this past week that saved about $6,000 going through them. And this is a company that... They're not trying to get anything from you. They're trying to help you uh, with your planning for uh, the future. And uh, tons of people have gone through it. It's been a great thing. So we'd really encourage you, even if it's just, hey, we need to set up what happens to the kids after we die or where they go. Uh, something as simple as that, they can help you with it. Yeah. And our, our, you know, at our stage of life, of course, it maybe gets a little more complicated or there's actually something to put on the paper. After right. T- for a while, it's like... <laughs> How would my debts be taken care of? Right. You know, <laughs> until you have more uh, assets. Yeah. <laughs> but but it, it still was uh, reassuring to put down on paper things like what would happen with kids. Yep. And there's mm-hmm. some of that that's important. Talk about um, it through that. It was good. Yeah. Yeah, we've got ours taken care of. Awesome. And the thing is, uh, the organizations that that do this, they they offer it at no cost, but they do want you to think about your generosity mm. and. They can offer some suggestions, mm-hmm. but there's no arm twisting. I mean, anything I went, we've gone to these seminars before, and they're just basically telling you about options is the way I would put it. Mm-hmm. Like, if your kids are taken care of, who else can you bless uh, yeah. uh, uh, when you pass away? And right. and I think that's important to think about. Like, uh, my family has even with the little bit of stuff that we have. Mm-hmm. So yeah. um, take advantage of that. The second thing is... The pictorial directory, Dawn's kind of in charge of that. Do you want to say anything about it since you're um, here? We've had a lot of you sign up already, and that's really great. And so I was checking to see how many openings we still have, and we have a lot of openings still. So um, all three days still have openings. Get online and sign up on our website. 
It's Friday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Okay. Thursday and Friday to the evening, and then Saturday days. It's November. Oh, I should look this up. What are the? It's, it's, Do we know the second it's weekend in second November? Second weekend in November. You think I would have right. put that on? I'm putting you guys church. on the spot. I know. I second weekend in November, this. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So our Facebook page and the website both have it, and, and I'll be Saturday's out. probably going to fill up fast. I think, but you we think? still have openings, okay. and I'm going to send out a link today again in the email. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, and when you go to the website. When you click on events, we've had a couple people have an issue because the description says click here. You can't click here in the description. Mm. You have to click on the title of the event, which just says pictorial directory. Then you can click the link. So uh, more than one person has been like, the link doesn't work. But you got to click on where it says pictorial directory. Yes. Then the link works. There you go. Okay. Uh, So that's it. We... So October fifteenth is the estate planning. Yeah. Then the second week of November, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, you can sign mm-hmm. up for a slot for the pictorial directory. Which, by the way, can I just say, make a little plug for it? When I first got here, that was the best help for me to get to know names and faces. Yeah. And start to get to know some of the families. So we'd love for you to be a part of it because uh, not only do we want you to. Be a part of the the process and being in the book, but also it helps you get to know some of the other people in the congregation as well. And um, and if you want to get a directory, you need to have your picture. Yeah, taken. And you gotta have your you gotta have your yeah. picture taken, and so you can get that. Uh, getting the directory is no cost to you, right? right. No cost to you. Um, and I believe you get a free eight by ten picture. Honestly, I've not really. Done. Usually, you do. yeah, I have not heard that. It this says time, but you you get a free photo, yeah. mm-hmm. and then. You'll have a sales pitch. I mean, yeah. that's that's how we get them. Got to warn you about it. Yeah. I mean, some people don't like it. I'm like, well, yeah. would you rather pay a bunch for of your money directory, for it. Mm-hmm. or have the church have to budget for it, or are you willing to sit through the sales pitch? Yeah. You, uh, you can say no. Yeah. There, say you no. know, if you don't want photos, just say no. They don't. At least last time we did it, it was only like a 10-minute deal. Right. Do you want to know my secret to this? Sure. I bring all my kids in <laughs> to the sales pitch meeting. That's a good idea. And then they're kind of all over the place. And then, and then the guy or gal, whoever's there, is just like, it's clear they're not going to buy anything. And I want these kids out of here. So just yeah. bring your kids. But they do do yeah, they do a sales pitch after yeah. the photos to see if you want to buy family photos. And some of you, that is something that you want to do. So well, Always the, try to do it yeah. right before Christmas so that if you want yeah. it for Christmas presents. Yeah. And yeah. I will good. tell you, there are lots of people around here that have told us these are the only photos they ever buy. Oh, yeah. 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 So yeah. we also like providing it. You know, for some of you, you hate having to say no, but it's a good service to provide people. So. And you got to sign up. Don't don't be that person the day of like, oh, I forgot my slot. Uh, try to sign up, please, ahead of time. It helps us out. Make it go way more smoothly. All right. Trunk or treat. It's on Halloween. We're still needing people. You can decorate a car. It just has to be clean. Uh you know, that's basic. We don't have a theme this year. A clean so, car. Family. Uh, well, yeah, I guess you. Do yeah. a clean car? Or you're saying Maybe the decoration. Maybe we want the car clean too, but but we're trying to provide a safe, family-friendly <laughs> trunk or treat. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't want to decorate your trunk, or your truck bed, or your ambulance, or your tractor, we've had lots of different things. Yeah. Uh, a golf cart. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can basically. That's. Uh, that's awesome when people get creative. Yeah. But maybe you just want to provide candy. Mm-hmm. And we need lots of candy. And in the office hallway, it's, it's starting to pile up. So we would appreciate that. And just to remind you, you know, one of the things we do with this is just a, 
a connection point between our community and the church. And a lot of people who come to the Trunk or Treat wouldn't want to go into a church. And it just helps break down those barriers of, oh, this is something I can bring my family to. This is something that uh, it's on the church grounds. It just breaks down another barrier for some people who may not want to go to church or may not want anything to do with God anymore. Give them an opportunity to interact with Christians who can encourage them and then love on their kids as well. And if you love on their kids, you show them uh, that you care for them as well. So it is a, a fun night. We give out hot dogs and, and do different things. But uh, the reason we do this is just to help break down barriers so that people know not only do we care about the community, but we want them and want to help them see Jesus. So mm -hmm. there you go. The top three of the uh, a day TLCC top three. You've got the estate planning coming up on the 15th. The second week of November is our pictorial directory. It's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. When you go online to sign up, make sure you click where it says pictorial directory, and then you can sign up for a slot. And then chunk or treat, we'd love for you to participate either by decorating a vehicle, uh, being there to help out with passing out food or being a greeter. And then uh, if not, if you're not able to be there, uh, help out by donating some candy. Yep. Okay. There you go. Uh, let's get right to it. Uh, let's not beat around the bush about it. Don, do you enjoy traveling with me and Brian? And and what's the most difficult thing about traveling with Brian and I? As the people want to know. I've been on a lot of trips with you guys. I love traveling with our team. Okay. You guys as well. Yeah. But I asked you, two questions there. I know. There, right? I know. I'm thinking. I. <laughs> I, I don't think there is a real difficult thing. Somebody told me when we got back from the trip that this, I'm not sure that this sounded like a team building trip because you didn't do any activities that were team building. Okay. And I'm like, I, I had to think about it. And I'm like, well, it really was because when you're in the car that many hours with people, mm -hmm. I got sick while I was there. I cried while I was there. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we bonded. So, and we, we do yeah. have, we had several team meetings reflecting on the stuff that we were we learning. Did. Yeah. We didn't do any trust falls. We did not do we that. We could incorporate no, that into the next one. We didn't go bungee jumping. We didn't do it. I do, Thankfully, I, do I would not enjoy those kind of trips. You so told me you would skydive. I did though. not tell you that. You told me no. that we would go. He's lying. <laughs> I didn't either. <laughs> um, I'm grateful that we have a team that um, it's not just that we get along, but that we, um, I feel like we can travel well together. We can work well together. And we had four ladies yep. stay in one room. Yeah, we had a great time. And you had a great time. We did. I was going to ask, what's the most challenging thing about that? Is it the one um, bathroom? Yes, probably just the one <laughs> bathroom. But honestly, we made it work, too. We worked out our shower schedule. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it worked out fine. Okay. We tra we talk about it, that we travel well together. So the four of us you do a road trip together. All right, we've got Rachel. Uh, we've got you. We've got Cheryl. And then um, Mary as well. Of the four, who is the loudest sleeper? Well, normally I would say me, but I propped myself up every single night Did and you to I make sure? slept sitting up because I snore horribly. So now I'm going to pass the buck to Mary. Oh, yes. <laughs> she did not prop herself up, so it, but normally it would be me. Oh, that's so good. Snore. That's so good. So. In um, our room, we know who it was. We all know who it was. <laughs> it was me and Brian. And then Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Mike definitely wins that contest. Oh, and we love you, Mike. We love you very I'm much. I'm right there with you, Mike. Um, 
So what was something that you, so at this, this conference came out of the North American Christian Convention, which some of you know and have been there before. And when that ended, they created this, um, some of the leaders there created another conference called Spire. Inspire is about developing leaders within the church, and uh, it's specific to, um, uh, well, leaders in the church, and specifically, how do we help you grow, how do we help you navigate, how do we encourage you as you're leading in your roles and in your positions. And I really like how specific they get with encouraging leadership, with especially how difficult leadership can be in, in church context. But it's a weekend where there's... there's um, there's so many speakers. There's so many different topics. Uh, sometimes in one session, you'll hear eight different speakers, um, some 10 minutes long, some 15, some 20 minutes long, just all throughout. So it's a ton of content, a ton of information. I'm going to put this question to you and, and to you, uh, both of you, I'd like for you to answer. Just give me a, a takeaway. It could be one, two things that you're like, this was a thought that kind of struck me uh, as we were there, and this is why it matters to me. Yeah, well, we talked about a lot of this yesterday because the staff kind of after something like this, you have to debrief a little bit and mm -hmm. see what's what's a common theme or whatever. One of them was that as a church, a lot of times we just get or I do. I think we all do get hung up on, you know, what strategy, you know, what's somebody else doing that we could try. Mm -hmm. What book have we read? And all those are great things. But one of the speakers just said, just look for where you can show kindness to your community. Mm -hmm. and you don't have to overcomplicate this. Yeah. Find a gap in your community and say, God, how can we fill that? And that was one of my takeaways that I overcomplicate things sometimes. And I just need to listen and open my eyes to what our community needs and see how can we help fill that. Mm, that's good. And that's good for anybody, for all of us to say, you know, maybe maybe the church isn't doing something or maybe an organization's not meeting the need, but how can I show kindness to someone that I notice needs some kindness in their life mm -hmm. and someone to show them that? And when Jesus says, you know, love Lord your God, but then to love those around you, probably was talking about that a little bit of mm -hmm. how do I show kindness? It's really good. One of the groups I went to, and I didn't even think about this yesterday, but it was just on small groups and Bible studies in general. And it was like, we overcomplicate Bible studies. You make it hard for people to want to lead one. And it's like, just tell them, go through scripture every week. And then it showed some discussion questions in every scripture. You can just have people discuss these things. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be a rocket scientist to lead a discussion group, basically. Mm -hmm. And we kind of worked on that. And it's true. I, I think I could even discuss some of those questions with yeah. people. I am not a talker. So. Yeah, absolutely. I like that yeah. guy who, in one of the main sessions, I don't know if it was the same speaker, but he was just, he was uh, promoting a company mm -hmm. and an app, but he was really getting down to, we, we do pretend like we have to have all the theology figured out before we can lead a Bible study. Mm -hmm. And the fact is, I don't have it all figured out. I stand up on the stage and preach, and there are certainly issues that I'm still thinking through working through sometimes when I preach them I have to work extra hard to figure out okay where do I land on this yeah. or can I land somewhere on this issue or is it one of those we don't really know and he was advocating just have uh, groups or times with your family or whenever even as a church sometimes where we just let scripture speak for itself yeah yeah and if we truly believe that the Bible is living and active 
then the Bible itself is enough to start to transform our minds and our hearts and, and how we think about things. And that does not take the place of teachers. That does not take the place of people who, uh, who can give us better insights. But it does let us know that simply by reading Scripture, many times reading it out loud and hearing it causes us to think and to ponder the things of God. And that's a really, really powerful thing. Um, and we, 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 you're right, we shouldn't overcomplicate it. Those are really good takeaways. It's really good takeaways. Um, we are grateful that we have a church that supports us in taking some time away. Um, I met a few people, I'm not sure if you guys did, who it was their first conference and their church had never really encouraged them uh, or allowed them to take time away for training or for anything like that. Um, how grateful are you and also what does it do for you that you're part of a church that encourages you to take time away uh, to learn, to grow, uh, to be refueled? I guess both of you, mm-hmm. I put this question to you guys. Oh, I, I do appreciate that. I mean, I also appreciated the people that stayed here and worked while we were gone. I mean, <laughs> they did my job while I was gone. And I appreciated that, but I've never felt guilty about going on a a retreat or any kind of an activity because elders are very supportive. Everyone in the congregation is, mm. yeah. it's, it's very helpful. Yeah, I would say, of course, I had kind of three things back to back. They weren't exactly back to back, but all in the same month. And two of yours were back to back. But, um, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is my family. I mean, uh, they, if they weren't supportive or if I felt more guilt than I am just naturally going to, uh, that you can't help. But if I felt like there was, that I was putting too much stress on home, that would make it difficult. But on the church side of it too, I think from when I very first came here, even with, uh, starting my, you know, uh, master's program to go into stuff like this, Mm. that they've always recognized the value of continuing education, which is, this is a retreat. Partly, Mm -hmm. but it's also continuing education. It it keeps us fresh. It keeps the ideas flowing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if you're going through a a drought of creativity, if you go to something like this, you can't help. I mean, but come away from it. And of course, my problem now is the opposite of there's been too many ideas. Because now i got too many ideas. All at one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's good that we didn't. I just kind of picked the top three the other day. These are the first three we're going to kind of try to work on, and and we'll keep the others in a document to go back to a few months from now and pull out a couple more. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about uh, preaching through Exodus and and the, the nation of Israel leaving Egypt. And one of the first things that happens, which we didn't really talk about, we kind of skipped over it, not kind of, we did skip over it, was um, Moses couldn't lead alone. He needed other people to help him. And his father-in-law was like, what are you doing? Like, go get help. Go get people who have ideas and can support you. And so he got elders that, that helped and supported him. And I'm really grateful that we have leaders in this church that say, you don't have to necessarily lead by yourself. Go get help. Go get uh, other people who might know things that you don't know. Learn from each other. And I think that's a principle in Christianity in general is we need each other. And so if you're feeling stuck or in a rut 
go get help. Go get people that can encourage you, whether that's the leaders here at this church or maybe it's uh, somewhere else that can spark ideas uh, and creativity in you. Uh, But I'm very grateful for our congregation for supporting us and also for the leaders here at this church who support us in going to be refreshed and refueled so that we can uh, be prepared to serve even better. So, um, this back came from part of that trip. This was a Bob Russell retreat that Brian and I got to attend. And we got to tour the Louisville Slugger. Um, they call it a museum now, mm-hmm. right? Factory. The factory. <clears throat> um, and if you've not seen that before, uh, if you ever get the chance to go through Louisville, I'd highly recommend going to see uh, that factory. It was a great experience. And uh, and you could walk away with your own bat, too. Maybe. Yeah. That's cool. <clears throat> Maybe. We got to... Meet the one of the owners, mm-hmm. one of the brothers, and he gave us kind of lessons from the business world that overlap with ministry. And yeah, that was one so of my cool. favorite. He had pr- printed a booklet, yeah. especially for us, with some of his top insights from books he has read and people he's met yeah. over what 40, 50 years of running the company. A long he time. started when he was 27, 20s, 20, yeah. something like that. So it was really amazing. It was pretty cool. All right. Well, we just wanted to say thank you for letting us uh, and encouraging us to go to that retreat. And uh, we hope that in especially in the coming months, you'll see some of the fruit of those ideas and that uh, the ideas that we got from the retreat being implemented here. Um, to finish out the day, to finish out the podcast, Brian's going to bring us the blessing of the week. So, Brian, okay. or, since it's you, I should call it the challenge of the week. But, it kind of will be, um, but uh, the conference theme was Into the Wild. A lot of overlap with the wilderness mm-hmm. series we're in. Yeah, I was like, Daniel, each speaker is writing a sermon. I've got a ton of content. Uh, for you. So I'm going to maybe steal something he's planning to preach when we get into numbers. I don't know. I would. If I was preaching this sermon, I would totally steal some of these things. There was a guy named Claude Alexander. I think he was the one that got up and he's like, I'm not Kyle Edelman, so they give me 10 minutes instead of 30 minutes or whatever. (laughs) But he was really good. He was good. And he was talking about Numbers chapter 9. And so I'm just going to pull out one of those points and then you can reuse it later if you want. I'll steal the rest. But he said, both movement and settlement are the Lord's doing. Mm -hmm. And I can think of people in our church that are in that waiting season that you've been talking about. And... Uh, there's uncertainty with jobs or family and struggles or whatever. And I liked that point he made because, you know, the cloud and the pillar of fire moved at the Lord in the Lord's timing. There seemed to be no rhyme or reason to it, I'm sure, if you were living it. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was saying, you just demonstrate faithfulness no matter what. That's our job is uh, to wait on God's timing demonstrate faithfulness. And so I know that uh, if I'm saying it in the form of a blessing, it's just to to say that um, God's faithful to us. We can look back on that. It's part of the reason we're going through this series. And our job is to demonstrate faithfulness um, in return and to, to be encouraged because that time of waiting or uh, settlement it may be difficult. I know it is for me sometimes uh, in personal life or life here at church. Like you want things to spin a little faster sometimes, mm-hmm. but um, God will decide when it's time to move. And uh, it, in our uh, vocations, in our families, in our 
service here at the church or whatever. And, and so I think we can be encouraged by that. And it takes a little, when I think about that, it takes a little pressure off my shoulders to just say, just keep being faithful. It's mm, good. Well, I hope that encourages you. You really did a blessing, man. That was good. <laughs> that was not a I mean, it was a little just challenging there, but I'm proud of you. Um, thank you guys for joining us this week. We pray that this has been encouraging for you. And uh, uh, we pray that uh, between now and when we see you again, that God continues to lead you and continues to remind you that he is faithful. God bless you all. And we'll see you here next week on the Ripple Effect podcast.